0: Welcome to Ambitious Motherhood, the podcast for the mom who is chasing after her dreams in motherhood and business. This is your permission slip to pursue all that you were created to be and live out your calling, both in and out of your home. Here's your host, Katie Fleming. Welcome back to the Ambitious Motherhood Podcast. I am so excited to introduce you today to Ashley Knaip. Ashley is a wife and mama of two girls, ages four and two. She believes in celebrating everyday moments, the power of play, and spreading freshly squeezed joy along the way. On her blog, she shares favorite kids' activities, simple ideas for family fun, and everyday ways to point your kids to Jesus and encouragement for your mama heart. She is a firm believer in living room dance parties, playing dress up, not taking yourself too seriously, and that life is truly worth celebrating. Guys, today's episode episode was so much fun and I know that you are going to enjoy hearing all of the ways that you can begin to celebrate life every day with your kids little ways guys we're not talking about more things to add to your plate but just simple ways to celebrate every day with your kids so without further ado let's get to today's interview welcome Ashley how are you How are you doing? So good. I love that we get to chat today and just talk more about creating little moments and ways to celebrate life every day. Right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Thank you so much for having me.
0: Of course. Well, tell us a little bit about you, your family and how you came to start this little business. (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, okay. So my name I'm Ashley, and um, my husband Phil. Um, we've been married for it'll be nine years, actually, end of August, and then we have two girls, Bridget, she's four, and Libby just turned two, and. The Littles and Me, I started this back when we lived in Colorado. So we moved from Colorado all the way across the country to South Carolina, um, just a little bit over two years ago. And I actually started The Littles and Me. I had started a business before that. Um, It was called Be Festive, and it was kind of like a party, printable parties for kids. Um, I had done it because I just wanted to be creative, and I needed an outlet and um, loved it, and it was super fun. But it kind of was picking up to the point where I wasn't able to spend time with Bridget, which was my original desire was to just have something on the side. And so I was like, what could I do with her? Um, And then that's kind of when I was like, what if I just shared activities or just things to do kind of with her? And it's evolved since then kind of through our move and um, just the hard season, hard but good season of moving and just learning that truly the littlest things of celebrating those things um, is kind of what got me through that. And since then, I feel like I've just had this passion to just share with moms that there's goodness in the everyday and there's beauty and there's so many great things that we can just savor and um, celebrate really. Yeah, I love
0: that. And, and the move from Colorado to South Carolina, was that about the time when you, when you realized that the party planning was just taking too much of you away from Bridget?
1: Actually, it was right before we decided to move that I had just kind of this out of the blue stirring in my heart where I was like, I just feel like this is too much. Um, and we hadn't even talked about moving yet at that point. And so I kind of made the transition a little bit. And then shortly thereafter we decided that we were moving so i think it was a huge blessing (laughs) um to not like have the craziness of what i was doing and just kind of make that transition i was also really pregnant um when we moved i was like 32 weeks i think by the time that we actually got here um with libby and so yeah i think it was just (laughs) just grace to be able to not have to worry about all of that and kind of slowly make that transition yeah, yeah. And I love
0: that, that you kind of recognize that and just had that prompting um, that I feel like it's God for sure, right? Kind of yeah. giving you that prompting and just how you realized that I started this business to be able to be with her, but now here I am, it's taking me away. Um, I, I love when moms and people really are intentional about creating the life they're craving, you know? And, um, yeah. and maybe your move has been a part of that, but just kind of following those little guidances along the way um, so that you can just, step into the life you desire and the life God has for you for sure so I love that part of your story mm-hmm. well okay so it, it littles and me started out of a desire to just really show moms how to be intentional with their kids and create these little moments and times so what what was like your original thing that you were doing and creating and putting out there for your audience
1: yeah, Yeah, actually, it's funny to look back, just even like on Instagram and scroll back and be like, wow, I have evolved so much since then. Um, But it's also cool. I mean, it's cool to see the journey. So initially, I was just kind of doing like little activities, almost like a taught school type of thing with her. And it was kind of more educationally based. And there's people that were doing it. Um, as well but I was like yeah sure like I'll just share you know just kind of like what I was doing with her Um, and people really liked that but I think really when I started just really drilling into kind of my mission and what I was actually passionate about and then also just through those two years of really realizing like that celebration and playing with your kids like those two things just like really kept coming up and really kept just making me feel really alive, um, and that it really was a message that resonated with moms, and that it was something that they really wanted. Um, so yeah, just kind of watching the progression has been interesting. Um, even still, I feel like it, it's just always ever evolving and ever changing. Um, just as I kind of understand my audience more and what they want, and that kind of thing. Yeah, and I love that you've
0: kind of honed in on that. That little niche almost um because there are a lot of people online instagram that are doing activities and different things so i love that you've kind of created that little space for yourself well take me through practically what it looks like each week i mean of course like we're not perfect moms we're not we're gonna have moments where we're freaking out or we're just losing our marbles or whatever (laughs) that was (laughs) a random weird thing to say but you know what i'm trying to say so
1: take me take me through a typical week in your house Oh goodness, typical! I always laugh about this question because I feel like people always want to know it too. They're like, "What does your week look like? How do you do it?" And um, I maybe because the-
0: maybe because they see these beautiful little squares on Instagram and they think that's the yeah. way it is. Yes. But I'm on a side note here, real quick, and just say that you do a great job. I loved. I think you shared it a couple of weeks ago you kind of backed away from your little flat lay of your beautiful like activities and you're like here's what it really looks like this is just a tiny section of this house
1: (laughs) yeah it's mostly chaos always behind the scenes (laughs) um but no I think that um so typical week so my husband we also own um a business so he's an entrepreneur as well and um so he kind of has a flexibility that a lot of people don't know about because people are like, well, how do you do this? How is your husband? You know, I mean, so he's really supportive and I feel like, um, he helps me a lot. So like Fridays, for example, he watches the girls all day. So I have all of Fridays to work on stuff like uninterrupted. Um, so there are some of those things too, that people don't see that they're like, how do you do it? Like, how do you get it done? Um, but a typical week, let's see, gosh, I recently have started waking up really early um, love that. to work on stuff. And it's honestly, it's been so magical. Um, because <laughs> I, 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 I realized, yeah, for the longest time, I would work after the girls went to bed. And I just was so tired. I and mean, it would take me so long to like get stuff done. Um, and I'd be looking at the screen and it'd been like three hours. I'm like, I only did that? Like what in the world? <laughs> so I kind of started thinking about it. I'm like, you know what? I have become a morning person and I just do my best work in the mornings. So what if I started working in the mornings and then kind of let everything else happen that way? Um, and it's been so, so good. So usually I wake up... Um, Anywhere from four to five. I'm I'm trying to get up earlier, so four thirty to five is like the usual. Well, I should, I should say usual, so but what time I, I you to bed doing this. Well, that's the other thing. So um, I try to go to bed by nine, which okay. is crazy. I mean, in the summer, I feel like it's a little crazier because the girls they go to bed so much later that honestly, I feel like by the time they go to bed, I'm like, well, I gotta go to bed too. Um, yeah. But I think in the school year, it'll be a little bit better. Like I said, this is, this is super recent. Like I'm just making this shift because I'm realizing that I'm so much better in the morning. Um, so I, I will wake up and I will work for a couple of hours. The girls usually wake up at seven. Um, and so they, we, we do breakfast and um, we try to go out in the mornings because like I said, we're all our best in the mornings. Um, Mm. and that's when they're the most eager to get out. Um, so yeah, we'll go out. Um, and then we're here for lunch. Honestly, I don't know. My life is so boring. Like I I laugh (laughs) because I think people are like, what do you do? How do you make it so fun? And, we it sounds like routine. It's like normal. Yes. We do We do have a... I, I feel like we do have good rhythms in the sense that the girls yeah. kind of know what's expected. Um, but yeah, after... We're usually either... The girls either eat lunch, like, in the car when we're coming back from an adventure. Like, I'll pack them a lunch or um, we'll eat lunch at home. And then my youngest, Libby, she naps in the afternoon, still, thankfully. Um, and I know. And Bridget is pretty good about like either playing or she'll, sometimes she'll like do a project next to me or, um, I mean, which when she's doing that, she's interrupts all the time and, you know, mm. that kind of thing. but, um, or sometimes she'll watch a show in the afternoons too. Um, and that's when I will do kind of work that I can still get interrupted with and not be annoyed um like taking pictures usually that's kind of when I will do that because I can't it doesn't matter if I get interrupted or it's not as like brain consuming
0: okay so it sounds like you said I love that you said rhythms versus routines um because I kind of said routines
1: do you think there's a difference there I, I definitely do. Um, because I think routine sounds a little too rigid for me. And honestly, my life is just not the same every day. Yeah. Um, there's so much, you know, like it's constantly changing with kids. And, um, so I think just, I like to look at it as having some good natural rhythms, which just things that are kind of like those anchor points that we can be like, we have breakfast we do something outside of the house we even if it's just like walking outside we have lunch we have rest or nap time um and then, yeah, just like once my husband gets home from work, like dinner, and and then like bedtime routines. Yeah, I mean, I say routines, but like rhythms. Yes, like having those anchor points. I think in your well, I see day. What you're interesting
0: because, like, bedtime routines, like you're doing the same thing every night. You're brushing your teeth. You're going yeah. potty. You're doing. But whereas, like rhythms, we're going outside. We're doing something outside the home, not necessarily the park every day, or not necessarily this every day. But yeah, I get I get the difference from what you're yeah. saying. So w- back to celebrating life with our kids, what is like that common struggle or thing that you hear from moms about
1: that? I think probably the biggest thing is how do you have time for this? Like I am barely able to get dinner on the table. Like I can't possibly add an extra thing, especially like every day or, you know, I mean, just some of the, I think a lot of time it's just time related. Like I don't have time. Yeah.
0: So what has been some like kind of ways that you're able to meet those moms where they are and help them see their solution or way to kind of incorporate the celebrating?
1: Yeah, I think when we hear the word celebration or even the word every day, it kind of creates us to panic a little bit as moms because um, celebration, I think, equals a big Pinterest party um, or just like this elaborate over-the-top thing. And then I think every day is crazy because we're like, well, I have so many other things that I have to do every day or, you know, just more like tasks that I have to kind of um, accomplish. And I think when we kind of shift our perspective a little bit, and see that it doesn't have to be over the top and it doesn't have to be Pinterest worthy and it doesn't have to be um, like these crazy moments, um, then it really helps. So like, for example, like celebrating life can just be talking about the beautiful flowers that are outside and noticing them and not just noticing them, but I really feel like there's power in verbally communicating that and verbally talking about it, especially with your kids, because Mm -hmm. when you're like, wow, look at those flowers, like let's, let's celebrate those flowers. Like what things can we look for and what things can we celebrate and notice Um, as a family? I think there's huge power in that and just like having them be able to count the good and see the good um, and just like celebrate life and the beauty that's before them and sometimes it can look like you know making brownies and setting up the table fun and and doing the fun things but it doesn't always have to look like that and um so yeah I think just encouraging a perspective shift really um yeah and really helping your kids bring awareness
0: to the beauty of life like showing them modeling that awareness for them yeah absolutely Wow. That's beautiful. So do you think, this is kind of uh, just randomly came to my head. Do you think it's easier as a girl mom to do this? Because our, I mean, I don't know if your girls are like mine, but they're, everything is a big deal. Everything is dramatic. The most gorgeous, like, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know the boy mom side of things. so I wonder if they have like a different time with, so if it just looks different, maybe.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's (laughs) mention that because I feel like I have to always stretch myself when I'm thinking about like okay I'm going to be sharing this blog post or whatever about this activity and yeah I have to think about is this just like a girly thing or like do I tend to kind of lean towards that but no I mean I think that all kids have a sense of wonder and a sense of awe um, inside of them and I think all kids are different and obviously like you're the mom, you know, what fires up your kid's heart, you know, the things, or if you don't ask them, they'll tell you, you know, the things that they love or the things that excite them, or, you know, maybe it's the bugs that are in the dirt or, um, the construction crew that's building a house, um, you know, just talking, even just talking about how, like, that's so cool that they are able to use their gifts and their talents to, to do that, like, Um, and just celebrating, I don't know, I I just, I think that we think of celebration so differently just because of Pinterest. Like, Pinterest is awesome, but I think it's, like, ruined us almost to think that, like, oh, well, every time I, like, celebrate life with my kids, it has to be so cute cake um, toppers, cute little whatever. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Totally. And, you know, I'm kind of thinking that it doesn't even have to be, like, dump trucks or whatever like like my daughter right now she for some reason is really into surfboards (laughs) and we live on Jackson like the Jacksonville Beach area and we go to the beach a lot and there's surfers all up and down the beach and she's watched some shows lately that have had little surfer guys in it and so I don't know like we'll talk about that and she gets up on her boogie board like she's a boss and we just you know talk about how cool it is that those surfers are doing that so it's like it's not even gender specific necessarily it's just really taking an interest in what our kids are taking an interest in and i think getting on their level and allowing ourselves to be fully present with them and i think that's the stuff they crave
1: yes yes i once heard somewhere that kids um spell love t-i-m-e um Mm. and so spending time with your kids honestly that's what they want and so obviously like on my blog, I'll share cute printables and cute activities and this, that, and the other, but really my heart. And I think just the heart of every child is to spend time with their parents and, and not just time, but like undistracted time and where you actually are fully present and you are, um, engaged with them and you you know, you're, you're actually stopping what you're doing. Cause it's, it's so hard. I mean, it's hard to do, like, it's hard to not let, you know, your to-do list overtake you or let the pile of laundry that's sitting there or the dishes that are sitting there. Um, you know, there's a million things that you can do. There's a million things that will steal away the time and attention from your kids. And I think our kids just want to spend time with us, even if it's just a little bit of time each day that you can devote to that, it will make a huge difference
0: hey guys just popping in here to see if you've joined the ambitious motherhood tribe this is a free community that i have cultivated alongside of over 500 other women and if you're not in there yet you better get on over there head on over to ambitious motherhood.com forward slash tribe and i'll see you inside so why is this celebrating life so why are you so passionate about this and how is that how did you hone in on that passion and come to the place you are today with that
1: yeah. Um honestly, so much of it has to do with our move <laughs> and just moving across the country. So I was born in Colorado and born and raised, never had left, never hey, had
0: Why why the move? Was it just totally y'all felt the call to go or what was like the that is
1: a long that is a long story. Another, That's a whole story. another
0: episode. Another
1: Yes. Um, But no, a lot of it was my husband and um, the business that we own. We own a a business that does scent branding and marketing for um, companies. And so it was, he just wanted to kind of expand that. And so just this part of the country was better for that. And um, kind of meant leaving your family. And it meant, yeah, so, like, all my family is in Colorado, all his family is there. So we left, you know, just kind of everything and community and, um, yeah, I mean, (laughs) everything. And I was pregnant, which is so nuts. But um, (laughs) so it was, I think, just through that season that there were these moments that I would – feel just so worn down and so exhausted and just so just genuinely sad um about moving and I just felt the Lord really just putting those those moments of like good and whether it was those flowers are beautiful like count the good or you know just the the giggles of the girls and the in the playroom like that's good um and I feel like just slowly but surely, it truly was celebration that shifted my perspective and gave me just that hunger for each day and just the um, ability to just see the good and savor the good. And um, as I began saying it out loud and declaring it, like I just felt that there was Um, just so much hope and so much victory in that and um, I don't know I I just wanted to share that with other moms who might have felt the same way and might be going through the same way and it's really cool now because I feel feel like now that we're on the other side of it and like being here actually feels good (laughs) whereas before it was like I would have to say like this is good and I don't think that my heart actually believed it but I was just like declaring it with my mouth and praying that my heart would one day believe it. Um, and I feel like now I'm actually like, this is good. Like I, I actually genuinely enjoy living here and I like being here and, um, it is good. But now I feel like I'm able, there's been so many moms that will message me or, um, that I'm able to encourage and they're like, we're about to move. And I saw your whole thing. And so even if it was for nothing else, but just to be able to like encourage them and, um, yeah, just encourage moms to, to celebrate life. And so yeah, it, it really honestly all stemmed from moving. <laughs> wow.
0: I love that. I have so many stories like that, that stem from some big life altering move. So I can totally relate to you needing yeah. a whole nother podcast to explain the yeah. whole story. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, to the mom that's listening, that feels like I can't even utter words of like gratitude for my life right now. How does how does she begin just just noticing and getting those words out so that she can get to the place where you are today?
1: Oh goodness, um, I think. Well, okay, and I mean, I think it's it's especially good to just realize, like first realize where you are and be honest with yourself in the sense of like, this doesn't feel good or like life feels really hard right now. And even just like giving yourself the grace to feel that and to acknowledge that and to accept that and say that out loud. And, um, just kind of, like I said, declaring that with your mouth that this actually feels really hard, but I'm going to try to find one good thing today. And I'm going to say it out loud. Um, and I think that as you begin that practice and you just begin starting to look and just, okay, today I'm just going to look for one good thing and I'm going to say it out loud. Those things start piling up. And I think you start realizing that there's actually a lot of goodness right around me and um even though I can't necessarily change my circumstances I can't change that I moved I can't change this hard situation or I can't change you know whatever it is xyz you fill in the blank I can choose to find beauty in what's around me um And I can choose to teach that to my kids and teach them that, you know, there's a lot to, there's a lot to celebrate, even when this feels really hard. And I, there was a lot of times that Bridget would see me like crying on the floor in our living room, you know, as I'm holding Libby and she would see me like crying about this. But then I was able to be like, yeah, like mommy feels really sad right now because we're far away from family but yeah you know and then I would help like fill in the blank of like but like here's what is good about um where we are so oh I love that
0: I love that that you know you were kind of showcasing for them how to work through their own emotion and they saw mommy sit in that feeling that was heavy but but move towards the good like you're saying in the gratitude for life and the and what we have so I love that modeling modeling to me is huge Mm -hmm. um So that's, I love that. There's so many things we could go into, but I do want to kind of ask you some kind of final questions. And really one that I love to ask is what would you tell your pre-mom self?
1: (laughs) Oh, that's hilarious. Um, Goodness. I would tell her all the things. No, I would seriously, like I had so much time on my hands. Like that's what I would say. You have so much time on your hands. Like, My husband and I, actually, we honestly joke about this all the time, about how we would be like, we are so tired or like, we are so busy. And I look back now and I'm like, you were not busy and you were not tired. Like, do more.
0: (laughs) Um, I think about that all the time. I'm like, imagine the business I could have
1: built had I started then. I know. Yeah, it's so, so true. But no, just, like, using your time wisely and, like, knowing that – I don't know. And I think I laughed too, because this – I also feel like I would tell this to myself, to my one-kid mom self, you know, like, when I yeah. just had Bridget, like, and I would be like, this feels so hard, like, the perspective now of, like, actually, like, you had it pretty easy. Like, it was pretty simple yeah. to, to just do this with one kid or whatever. So, yeah, I don't know. Just – Just that I had so much time on my hands. (laughs) Yeah. And I think, I
0: think what you're saying, like steward what you have today and steward it well, um, because I even think about parenting, like Lizzie's approaching five and the other day we found her kind of telling a little fib about she said she ate her food and come to find out it was stuffed under the couch so Uh (laughs) so and then my husband and I are having a conversation I'm like babe you realize like the little years have been easy like the 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 lying the back talk all this stuff that's to come the friendship problems like that's gonna be heavy stuff um so like but it's all, it's all hard. Right. Um, so stewarding today what we have and just stewarding it well is, is kind of what we strive to do and, um, go after. So I love what you said though, because I think about that all the time. Like the time we had before kids, (laughs) it's almost comical. Well, what is, (laughs) so what is the biggest joy for you in motherhood? I know that sounds cheese ball, but what would you say?
1: Oh man, I I truly delight um, just in seeing my girls' hearts come alive. I think it's so cool to watch their passions and their interests and their things that um, make them them um, kind of come alive in their hearts, and. I think that it's so cool to be a part of that and it's so cool to be able to be an instrument in that and not, I think I, it's, I find it hard cause I'm always like trying to, um, obviously like foster those and not like put like my preconceived notions of like, here's how you should do this or whatever, but just like letting them be creative. Um, yeah I don't know I really just love them like seeing them experience the world for the first time doing things for the first time I love seeing their reactions I mean they're so excited like kids are just so excited about the world and so I think that's honestly just the biggest joy for me and motherhood is just like seeing them experience things for the first time seeing them like truly delight in life Yeah.
0: Yeah. I love that. Well, what is one piece of advice that you would give to a new mom? Somebody who's just had a baby, maybe they're home with a two, three, four month old, whatever it is.
1: Yeah. I would say just keep in mind that this is just a season. Um, Everything, honestly, in motherhood is just a season and it might feel like it's going to last forever and ever and ever. And your kid is never, ever going to sleep. But they will, and I think that's kind of something just the perspective that I try to keep in parenting in general. Um, I feel like once I had our, once I had Libby, our second, I had such a better perspective of like the little, like the no sleep and the no whatever fill in the blank of just like this is gonna end one day, she's not going to want me to do this or I'm not gonna have to feed her all the time or wake up in the middle of the night but just keeping in mind that like it's just a season and I know that's so much easier said than done because I used to always roll my eyes at people that would say that (laughs) um but it's so true like it's just you know those those things aren't going to last forever and um even if they're hard things or good things like it's just a season yeah that's good.
0: Well, what is, then we're going to kind of shift gears a little bit. Well, what is one mom hack that you would recommend to others to manage motherhood and business well?
1: Hey, this kind of goes back to what I said earlier. It's something I'm trying, but mornings are so amazing. They're so magical. Um, I think that just, okay. Well, so for me, like mornings have been my ticket and that might not be for you. Like the thing that's gonna help you, um, you know, really balance or just be able to do both things well. But I think for me, it's so much of being able to separate the two and not feeling like I'm constantly pulled. Cause I did that. Like I was the mom that was like trying to furiously type on my computer and be like, just play. Like that isn't gonna happen, it's yeah. not gonna work. Um, and so I think for me, like just figuring out what was the best way for me to be able to separate the two. And for me, that's that's waking up early and working before the girls wake up so that when they wake up, I can shut off my computer and put it away for the day and know that still feel accomplished that I got what I needed to get done, done. Um, also being, <laughs> being mindful of the time that you do have and not trying – to cram like a million things into that time slot. I think, um, I tried to do that also for a long time where I'd be like, okay, I have two hours I'm going to, and then it's like 20 things and that's just not realistic. So like now, honestly, (laughs) the night before I am going to wake up and work, I will write down like one, maybe two things. Like if I for sure know I can accomplish those two things in that work period of time. But I'll write down like one, maybe two things that I can get done. And I know for sure, without a shadow of a doubt, I'm going to be able to finish it. Um, (laughs) then that way I just feel like, okay, I accomplished that. And I don't have to like worry about, um, you know, being distracted or like just worry about feeling like, Oh, I should be working right now. I can actually just enjoy being present with my girls and not feel like I'm pulled in a million different directions.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's so good. I love, um, I kind of think a lot of us have tried to to shove it all together and make it one thing, but definitely like the compartments for mom life, different hats almost, you put on different hats at different times. Um, so I totally relate to that. And I am aspiring to be like you with your morning <laughs> <laughs> The trick is I love night. So, and I catch a second wind sometimes and then it's like, nah, it's not happening. The next morning is not going to happen. So trying
1: well and give yourself grace I mean I feel like that's where I have to also say like you know this is my goal to wake up early in work but there's also sometimes where I'm like honestly the way I'm going to be a good mom today is I'm going to get sleep and I'm I'm not going to wake up um that early so yeah just give yourself grace (laughs)
0: love it well what is the best book you've read and
1: then what are you looking forward to reading soon oh goodness well I feel like this is the hardest. Because <laughs> um, the best book I've ever read, my goodness. Um, I think the best book that I've read recently is a book called 12 Ways Your Phone is Changing You by, by Tony Rinky. And I think that's how you pronounce his name, but it was so good. Just, I feel like it was practical and not like convicting, but not like condemning, or I don't know. It was good. Just, just the practical approach about um phone use and I think it was intriguing and interesting and mm-hmm. I would definitely recommend it. And then I want to read, it's on my wish list of reading. It's called Unseen, the Gift of Being Hidden in a World That Loves to Be Noticed. And it's by Sarah Haggerty. I think that's how you pronounce her name too. But it (laughs) looks really good and also probably a challenging read because obviously I blog and Instagram and all that. I think the world tells us like, be noticed, be noticed, be noticed. And I think this book kind of just challenges that. So we'll Mm -hmm. see. Sounds good. (laughs) I love it. Well, it has
0: been so great chatting with you. And I love how this message of celebrating life just infiltrates everything you do and and everything from who you are talking to you today so before we sign off tell everybody where they can hang out with you on social and all your good stuff that you've got out there
1: yay well thank you so much for having me it's been such a delight um okay so you can find me at the littles and me Com, and it's not the littles in me because I've had people say that too. Funny. Maybe you should go buy uh, that domain, take that domain into. <laughs> I know. I'm like, okay, well, maybe I don't know. Um, and then I'm just, I'm just at the littles in me everywhere on um, Instagram. That's Instagram's honestly mainly where I hang out. I'm on Facebook, but I don't really do anything with that. Me, um, girl. <laughs> and then. Uh, yeah, that's that's kind of that's where you can hang out. Um, I I have a shop as well um, that just has some products to help you kind of play with your kids and um, just be more intentional about getting connected with them. Um, and you can find all of that on my on my website.
0: Well, if you're listening today, screenshot the episode and tag Ashley and I. So I'm at Katie Fleming, and she is at Littles and Me, the Littles and Me. Um, And let us know that you love this episode. So if you've followed along on my stories, you know that we've had some activities this year that we've done this summer, like the, uh, I'm trying to think of our favorite one, the overflowing red bubbly heart exercise thing we did, and then the lemon painting,
1: Gosh. yes those are fun
0: those <laughs> are our favorites so if you've seen any of those those are ashley's activities that she put together this summer for fruitful some is that what we called it what did you call it
1: uh camp littles and me um, yeah camp littles and me um fruit of the spirit
0: Yes, and so those activities were from her Camp Littles and Me, Fruit of the Spirit, where she gave us a different Fruit of the Spirit every week with, oh my gosh, girl, these activities were so great, and I'll be honest and tell, tell you that I did not do all of them, but I think that is that is the beauty of it, like pick and choose, use what you want to use, don't make any pressure around it, um, but we, we totally enjoyed it kind of the conversation starters also that you gave us you gave us some language around it so I thank you so much for doing that
1: yeah you are so so welcome and total little secret here we haven't done all of them either so my family we're like way behind (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm still whatever the lemon week is that's still where I'm at (laughs) yay hey hey girl that's all right that's that's okay
0: Yeah. And we added some motions to that little verse too. like taste. (laughs) So fun. We just had a blast with it. Yeah. So fun. Yay. Well, thank you so much for hanging out with us. And we will all go hang out with you on Instagram because that's where we all are. So
1: (laughs) yay. So fun. Thank you so much.
0: Thanks for joining us on today's episode. If you liked what you heard, go ahead and hit that subscribe button so that you get access to all of the other episodes that we drop without missing them. See you on the next one.